You're listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. The interview subject I've got coming up for you, the one that you've tuned in to hear, well, that's Schriegel Glansman from the Swiss folk metal outfit, Elviti. The reason for the conversation, well, that's to discuss their 2017 release, Evocation 2, Pantheon. Let's have a listen to what he has to say then. Here we go. First up, I'm just laughing because of the dogs in the background. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I try to, to walk away a little bit. No, yeah, it's no know, problem. Like, I live like in a very countryside and there's probably more horses and, well, by far more dogs in this village than people. So, no, <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm walking away uh, somewhat. So, No, that's all right, uh, mate. No worries. That's all right. I've got an English bull terrier at home that, believe me, would bark the house down if I thought right. they gave me the opportunity. <laughs> very good. <laughs> So, um, mate, look, I'm going to offer you a, a heartfelt congratulations on the new record, Evagation 2 Pantheon. Now, I have had a listen to much. an advanced copy, and wow, mate, it is freaking epic. But I will ask you this cool. question. How do you think Thank fans you. are going to react? I have absolutely no idea. But I, I hope they will like it. But, you know, this, this is something... You actually never know when releasing an album. Yeah, it's like, like even after 15 years now, it's still each album is a surprise. You have no idea how it it will be received. But yeah, that that's yes. also like the the thrilling part about it. Well, one of the many thrilling parts. Yeah, I suppose. Look, as I mentioned uh, before, the interview proper got underway. I do speak to a lot of artists, and it's kind of like rearing a child in a way, isn't it? Then sending the child away to school in some ways and just hoping that it is received well by its peers and all the rest of it. But I think I can say for certain, mate, that the album is an accomplishment. And the reason I feel it's an accomplishment is because, look, and if you don't mind me mentioning this fairly early on in the interview, I'll get this part of it out of the way, but it doesn't feature Anna, Ivo or Merlin, who are now, of course, doing their thing in Cellar Darling. Um, but can you share how you recruited new bands members and what your approach was to integrating them into the band setup? Um, yeah, sure, I can. Um, but actually, there wasn't much of that. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, whole, the whole thing really uh, developed totally different than we thought it would. And um, yeah, you mentioned the split with uh, Anna, Ivo, and Merlin um, nearly one and a half years ago. And um, you know, uh, looking back, I'm I'm pretty happy with or how things develop. Um, you know, back then, uh, of course, it was hard. You know, it was. It, I mean, it was tough on a personal and emotional level because you know yes. we've been together for nearly ten years, and you know, a decision like that is made easy, and it's like something tough to handle for for everybody involved. And it was also like hard for. You know, as as musicians, as a band, and and so, um, but there's one thing. I mean, we talked a lot back then, um, especially I and, and Anna, but uh, actually everybody. We talked a lot. Yeah. And and one thing we we totally agreed on is that as tough as, as things like that might be, they they can also mean a chance if you if you use them as a chance. And we all uh, decided to go on and try that to use it as a chance and now uh after you know this this all this time and i mean last year has been a tough year and everything but yeah. now looking back i can honestly say and i'm also like a little bit proud of that that i think we all really succeeded in 
doing that and in using it as a chance and and making something good out of it and you know i think like how things developed and and what rose out of it is actually really something good it was uh it was really good for anna Eva, and merlin and and it's amazing what you know arose out of that and i'm super happy you know to see how anna you know she she really blossomed in in creativity and everything mm-hmm. and and i think that seller darling is you know they just released their album i don't know if you've heard it or not but yeah it's, have, it's amazing it's i think and uh yeah and it's also amazing like what what, what it did with elvati and it's like um but yeah like regarding the new members it was kind of unexpected because you know when uh when the three left us in uh in march last year um we all were sure about that we really want to want to search well and uh choose carefully and that we really want to take as much time as it needs to find the right people mm-hmm. but at the same time we had the crooks that we uh that we already had like shitloads of, of festival shows and tours and everything confirmed at that time already. So we actually didn't yes. have time. Yes. Uh, and and we we also were sure about the fact that we are not going to cancel one single show because of that. Because you know it's not it's not the fans' problem that we have a lineup change or something. They they just bought a concert ticket and want to see the show of the lives and you know that's what they're gonna get. So because of that, uh, we uh, quickly decided to uh just hire like live session musicians to play all the upcoming festivals and shows and to use that time to search for permanent members and that's what we did that's how we we met the guys that actually are in the band now <laughs> and you know we did, we didn't know them um but they uh got just recommended by several people to us like and um you know, like uh, they all actually have the the reputation uh, for you know being among the very best on their instruments yes. in Switzerland at least. And so yeah, they just got recommended, and we contacted them, and they were all available, so all good. And musically speaking, it actually was amazing. I mean, all of them they did an incredible job. You know, because they were really thrown into the ice cold water. Yes. They yep. were not familiar with anything we do. Um, but you know the shows really rocked, and you know the, the show by show, like with every show, it, it it rocked more, and it was like really amazing how they, you know, gave into the band, and like just musically speaking, it was like winning the jackpot with with those guys. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, the, that's then the the unexpected part, how things turned out, because. Yeah, we just played shows and it was really good. But um, yeah, and we we just kept on looking for for new band members. Um, but you know, it was like the the rather personal aspects, like how this developed in these months in summer last year. Yeah, was just like amazing. You know, like the vibe within the band really changed and developed in a in a, in a very amazing way, actually. And uh, we as a whole group like de- develop like just how do you say like feeling wise yes, and, I think I understand uh, in, in a very yeah. in a very very good way and and also like like interpersonal relationships and everything just developed in a really really amazing way and it, everything just felt so 
good and right. And so, yeah, uh, at some point in fall last year, we just asked ourselves that, that, like, why the fuck we're still looking for new band members if mm-hmm. actually we already found them months ago. Uh, we just didn't really see that coming. It, it, it wasn't, it didn't work anything like, like we thought it would, but yeah, that's how, how it developed. And <clears throat> yeah, in that sense, that was like a really fortunate thing to happen and like a really fortunate development. And that's like how we got our new lineup, actually. Now, good on you, mate. And, and I'm going to offer yourself and Anna a, uh, a sincere compliment here. I think you both have written the book on how to handle a split within a band perfectly. Now, what I mean by that is I have had a chat to Anna about things, you know, the split and all the rest of it. I spoke to her a few weeks back and she didn't have a bad cool. word to say. And um, I'll draw a comparison now because I feel the departure of, of Anna and the musicians around her has led to two excellent folk-inspired metal bands in much the same way that Dave Mustaine's departure from Metallica led to two epic thrash bands in Metallica and Megadeth. So I can only think that we're all better off for the fact that, you know, you, you've both approached this maturely with integrity. Um, I haven't read, and believe me, I've done my research, I haven't read a single thing on the internet that either of you have said about each other because there isn't anything there to, to say about each other. You both respect each other and it's just was time to exactly, yeah, fork in the road. Course. I mean, you know. and that's also a thing you wouldn't do, honestly. I think that's also like a kind of a matter of decent education or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but, but yeah, and you know, like, I mean, we're in touch. Like, I, I, I write with, with, the, with the guys every now and then. Uh, especially with Anna, um, and yeah, like actually we, we we've even been to studio together because we both recorded yeah, in the same awesome, studio. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that's And uh, they just finished the recording when when we uh, when we came in, and they were late with everything. So we actually gave them our first booked recording day, so they could finish right. the, okay. their album mix like with at least some few hours and some fresh ears and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I mean, there is no nothing bad to say about each other. So from the interviews, certainly even talking to you now, and from the interviews that I've seen of you on YouTube, you come across as a very relaxed bloke who takes things in his stride. So, mate, what's your secret to remaining chilled? What? Uh, sorry, can you say the last sentence again? Oh, I, I didn't. Un- what's sorry, your acoustically? Yeah, right. What's your secret to remaining relaxed or chilled? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know if I'm relaxed or chilled, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's all just normal, and we are all are just people. And yeah, that's such know, a good point because we I, are all people. I mate. think. Yeah. Uh, that's a great. Point. I think something that usually makes people nervous is taking yourself too serious and too important. I think that's not a good thing because you are. I mean, not none of us is like really important that much. And <laughs> so yeah. No, that's cool. All right, look. Just in the interest of time, I'm aware I've got to let you get off to your next interview rather shortly. But I do have three questions that I do ask all of my interview subjects. So do humour me here, mate, and answer these questions here. And of course, your answers can be as not safe for work as you like because I do host an R-rated program. So here goes. All right. So you ready? Sure. Kriegel, describe yourself in three words. Um. In three words, huh? Um, hmm. uh, <laughs> shit, that's not hard. That's not that, that, that easy. Uh, it's not easy. <laughs> um, 
Um, jobby elderly man. <laughs> there you go. All right. Okay, my next question is this. If you could go back to when you were 18 years of age, what advice do you think you'd give yourself? Um, exactly what I did. Okay, all right. So you're saying you wouldn't change anything, just no, believe in I yourself. No, good on you, mate. That, that, believe it or not, is the most common response to that question that I receive. Okay, I believe so, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get all manner of responses to that, and everybody's you know stands within their own truth and their answer a question like that. But, um, mate, that is by far and away the most common one. But uh, look, I'll digress and move on just in the interest of time. And my final question is: if you could invite five guests, living or dead, from any time in history to dinner, who would you invite? Oh, um, huh. That's amazing. Okay, I would definitely invite Vercingetorix, um, uh, which was a Helvetic, um, yep. <laughs> uh, how do you say, like a, uh, like a, a revolution leader or something like that. Yep. Uh, then I would definitely invite Divico, which was a Helvetic chieftain. I would okay. probably um, invite... Um, Boudica, which was uh, a couple of hundreds of years later, a uh, Celtic queen. Gosh, okay. And then there's, yep. there's two left. Two um, left, yep. Uh, I would also probably invite Paddy Keenan, who is still alive today, yeah. <laughs> uh, around in, in his 70s, like uh, probably the best or one of the best Elam pipe players in the world. Okay. So one of my huge idols. Yeah. And then... Of course, I would also invite my girl. Because she just needs to be there all the time. <laughs> well, that might be the most unique response to that question that I've ever had. So thank you, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to do a bit of research after I listen back to the interview, actually, and find out who these people are now. And I think the listeners will do the same thing. Yeah. If you want, I can text you the names because the pronunciation of the names is probably not like you would write them. Yeah, if you can send them to me, that'd be, that'd be great because then I can put them in the sure. um, social media uploads that I do for sure, the um, podcast. Sure, I definitely will do. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's really it from me. I guess I've got time for one more question, if that's okay, before you, you, you need sure, your yeah. next one. But um, what's your relationship been like with Australian fans and listeners over the years? Uh, sorry, can you say it again? What's your relationship been like with Australian fans and listeners over the years? Oh, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, we, ha we haven't been to Australia that often, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, on, on one hand, we yeah, just, or I personally just love the country. I think it's beautiful. And, you know, also the, you know, the, the vibe of the Australian, let's say, society is like, seems to be uh, very cool and like laid back. That was pretty amazing. Yep. But also like the way we, we got received by the Australian fans was amazing and yeah we're actually working on coming back as soon as possible because we really want to fantastic mate well on that note i'll wrap things up you're a fantastic bloke i really appreciate the candor in which you've answered my earlier questions about the uh split within the band um i love the new record by the way i plan to purchase it Thank on you. vinyl um i don't know what else i can say mate you're an excellent bloke you're a great musician you're at the centre of an awesome band. Um, mate, I hope you guys come down to Australia because I'll certainly be in the, uh, in the crowd and I'd definitely love to share a beer with you. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Don't know what to say to that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much, and uh, thanks a lot for the interview, of course. No worries, mate. All right. Well, um, hopefully, I get to chat to you sometime in the near future. Sure, definitely will. All right. Thanks, mate. All, All right. So have a wonderful evening and take care. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series. My name is Andrew Mackay Smith, and that conversation featured Schriegel Glansman from the Swiss folk metal outfit Elviti. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>